Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of The Unique Radio's Manifest Monday Show. I'm your host, Mary Brotherton, and every Monday at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time, we release a new episode to help you learn more about the power of manifesting. The more you listen, the more you'll learn. On the second Monday of each month, our sponsor, Jillian Harris, joins us. Visit her at theconsciouscougar.com and learn more about how she uses the power of color, energy, thought, emotions, and crystals to help her manifest and how she can help you learn how to manifest even better. Call 516-418-5651 on the second and fourth Mondays at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time when I am live with Jillian or possibly other guests. Be sure to follow Be Unique Radio on Blog Talk Radio or your other favorite platforms so you don't miss a single one of our most popular podcasts. Now let's get to today's topic. Hey, I'm here. I'm here. I didn't go anywhere. (laughs) Girl, let me tell you, my... My microphone has taken a dive on me. I don't know what the heck is going on. Oh. So, yeah, this has happened more than once. I think I need to do some serious troubleshooting. Oh. Well, I want a microphone, too, because I don't like that I sound like I'm coming on a telephone and you're on a microphone, and it's just not fair. Well. Our listeners right um, now, but yeah. Yeah, you, you guys need to get that technical bleep together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So I yeah. want to know before I start, you know how I am. I, I go off on tangents, but I have manifested so much this past month since we last talked. But I'm assuming that your little um, stomach virus was a short-term situation. It was like a sandwich. You're feeling wrong. I ate it incorrectly. Uh, it was either an incorrect sandwich <laughs> or I ate it wrong. I ate it too fast. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but it was very productive. That sounds like a good title for a book. What? The Incorrect Sandwich. Right. Exactly. I but could, it was a good I could see that going. I lost one pound, and I'm grateful. Oh, good oh, yeah. for you. Oh, yeah. I don't have a problem with that kind of thing. It's just a little inconvenient. That's all. It takes up too much, too many hours of your day. You got to back and forth and back and forth and running here and there. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and so, they still haven't made a toilet seat that's comfortable. Uh, you know, not comfortable <laughs> enough for the amount of time spent. Just saying. Yeah. Or I just haven't purchased that particular toilet seat yet. But true. Uh, that that may be true. The topic that you want to discuss is great, and the one that I want to discuss is great as well. And what I want to talk about is, da, 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 we need like drum roll or something. Um, oh, I think I have that. Hold on a minute. Let what? me look. Shut up. You got see. a drum I, roll? I got, I got, I got FX. This is here. Hold on a minute. Let me see what I got. Ah. Oh, that's alarm. Okay. Okay. We got a figurative drum I, roll. I have roll. an applause. Hold on. There's applause. Okay. I'll take it. I have I have uh, drum echoes. 
damn, oh, that almost okay. sounded like something hey. else, like duck. Yeah. <laughs> and then I have this. Okay. I got a rim shot. A kind of a bada boom thing from like a conga. Yeah, I don't have an actual drum roll. I'm gonna have to fix that. Right. So, how to when you're in the dumps, how to raise your vibration so that you can be done with the dumps. Because when we're in the dumps, it often feels like that's just the way it is. And then when people want to like, you know, come on, perk up, be happy. No, leave me alone. Let me stay in my dumps for a minute. You know. I wanna be miserable. Thank you. That's this is the way I feel, and then I also feel that um, that's correct for a, a while. Um, like we do need to acknowledge and respect that part of ourselves that are having feelings, you know, depression or whatever it is that's not such a high vibration, and acknowledge it, explore it, figure out what's up with it. Um, is it coming from a real origin, a real source, a source that's actually authentic and true? And the way that you figure that out is like, you know, if you're, you, you got your tear, teary or whatever, when the tears are coming, they're coming as a result of the thoughts you're having. So the thoughts you're having trigger your feelings. Your feelings make the tears or the anger, or the frustration, or whatever it is that you're going through. So you've got to ask yourself that thought, what was it exactly? And play it back and hear it, because sometimes we get on automatic, and we just like do these thoughts, yeah. and we just react to them, and live from there without really realizing what is actually happening, and that we are in charge of our thoughts. It, they're our thoughts. And so we get to decide whether that's real, whether it's not real, whether it's worth us having that thought, you know? So, um, yeah, it's a whole thing. It's a process. And I'm going through one right now. And I thought, oh, let me share with people. I think we've done this before. <laughs> I think I'm and that's okay because every every time we do it, we yeah. hit somebody new who needs to hear it. Yeah, that's good. Good, 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 good. And not only that, everybody who's listening, if they're even if they're not in it right now, we all have our moments. Where, you know, it comes up, something is coming up, and it's even trickier, but more, it's real, when we are in kind of a funk, and we don't really know why. That has happened, just not at our best. So, what to do to rise out of that? Because while we're in that, we're pretty much powerless. We don't really have the creative gusto that we normally have. It's been dampened by the vibration that we're operating from, by being depressed or frustrated or angry or any of those lower vibration things. So there's steps that you could take to increase them. And, you know, we always end up talking about um, a stone, a color, you know, that I'll suggest Uh to assist and an aroma, um, but the first things I think are to um, work with your mind and your heart um, to actually adjust. But so like I was saying in the beginning, you acknowledge what you're feeling, like to spend some time with where you are and where that's coming from. Um, are you feeling that you hear yourself say, I'm a failure, I should have I should have solved that already, you know, the I should have, you should on yourself. Shouldn't should on yourself. Yeah. That's, yeah, <laughs> shitting on yourself is really bad. But 
you did it. You're, that's where you are, and you feel like you should have, and you didn't, and you haven't, and so here you are. And now that's making you feel like, you know, a failure and other stuff. So now we have to look at that, and we have to go, okay, so here we are right now. There's a lesson to learn. What lessons are there to learn? Figure that out. Write that down. You know, what am I learning from this experience? What's positive to be learned from this experience, and what's negative to be learned from this experience? And then how long do you want to allow yourself to feel this? That is a big question. Like, give yourself a reasonable amount of time. I mean, I've seen myself just go into a... 45 seconds. 45 seconds. I like it. I don't know if that's a healthy amount of time. Hell, give yourself (laughs) a few hours, you know, just a a few hours. But, um, I mean, shoot, if you can knock it out (laughs) that fast, that's amazing. So long as that's not denial, you know what I mean? Because I feel like if we don't thoroughly process what's happening, then we could end up there again. What's nice. We'll come back and back and back. Right, from different situations over and over again. So what's nice is to get in there and deal with it one strong time and, um, you know, and know that you're, like, handling it for real for yourself. You're, like, uh, backing yourself up. You're, like, your your big brother or your big sister right now as you do that for yourself. So, mm-hmm. so pick a reasonable amount of time. Me, a week is like a good one. To me, a week, that's a, that's a whopper situation if I'm going to let myself stay in that place for a week. <sighs> that's a lot. A few days yeah, that, that's a long is a time. lot. Yeah. But if I don't do that, I have seen myself stay in that place for a month, a couple months. Oh, this has just been a bad year. Bad year. <laughs> So, um, and I think I'm exaggerating a little bit, but I have had lower vibration years where I really, um, I was much younger and I didn't realize my powers at the time, but I look back and I go, damn, I spent a long time in that funk, like a really ridiculously long time because I didn't have any tools. I didn't know what I could do. I didn't know there was something I could do to change this. I thought that's just the way it was. This thing happened. I now feel like, bleep, and so it is. I feel like that. So I didn't know. Yeah. But now, now I do. And for those listening, you do too now. So it's about taking this uh, situation by the um, whatevers. And Horn. <laughs> yes. Horn is a good word. What is it? Horn. Horn, Take it by the yes. horn. Take it by thank you very much for helping me with that and going to a different body part. Um, but, yes, <laughs> by the horn. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and, and control this. So take the reins on it. Okay, so now you have your situation, and you've decided how much time it's going to take. You're going to allow yourself. Okay, and so while you're in that funk that you're allowing yourself to have, you want to process it. You want to think what your thoughts are. What are the thoughts you're having? And analyze the thoughts. Are the thoughts real? A lot of times you're going to find out the thoughts are not freaking real and they're volatile. So you're going to have uh-huh. to stick them. Yeah. Volatile, strong, and very, very, um, they affect you like bam, like really intense. 
So you're going you're gonna to have to notice those and realize, holy smokes, that's not even real. That's not the truth. And it's making me feel like bleep. I got a lot of bleeping to do today. Anyway, so, okay, now you have that. You have your list. It's nice to see what you were feeling before. And then you're going to decide how much time you're going to let that go on. And, and, okay, so now we're done with that. Now we get to look at how to empower yourself, how to get out of this feeling, and how to um, get to a place where you can create happy again and, um, you know, and be in a place of, happy again, and not only happy, but productive and positive and every other thing that is the opposite of what you've been going through because of the funk. So to me, one of the things that um, is most powerful, it may seem like a tangent, but it's really, really, really not, is to make a list of things that you enjoy doing, thinking about, um, being a list, and then do and be those things. Um, like, so if it's a dating issue, for instance, a friend of mine just uh, is in this right now, and I'm telling her, date. <laughs> I'm like, date. Okay, you might need a, a, a week or two. Okay, fine. But then, date. And I call that duty dating. I'm suggesting to her that she duty date. And that is just, you know, not you're just doing dinners and coffees and, you know, getting to know people and having great conversation. That's it. That's a duty date, you know. And yeah. who knows? You meet somebody, and you end up having a great time. And he, wow, that was that was fun. And he was better than I expected. Yeah, exactly. So um, I'm encouraging her to do that. And she's just like she's not feeling me yet. Um, and she's about a week and a half into her serious depression over a stupid guy. And. Uh, <laughs> And, um, and so hopefully she'll she'll feel me on that. But that has worked for me in the past. You know, it's one of the things to do is date. And then the other thing I might put on a list in recovering from something like that is just, I mean, uh, pampering myself. What are the things that I enjoy? You know, right now I need to get my nails done. If I was, um, I think I'm going to add that to my list for my current thing right now. My personal thing right now is just a great big list. I'm being hit hard by December. Hit hard by December, um, which makes me do 21 hours a day, and literally, and um, and it's many weeks that this happens. It started in November, and then I took a little break uh-huh. in um, Thanksgiving, the three days there, and I really relished it. I'm like, this is going to be fun, make it fun, you know, hang with the family, uh, have a slumber party with mom and dad. <laughs> we actually did that. It was really funny. I remember my- seeing that on Facebook. That was so cute. <laughs> my dad... My mom had complained about this, and I didn't know. I mean, I knew, but I had never experienced it. She says he talks in his sleep, and he, he just busts out in laughter. Sometimes he's defending the family, and he'll, like, you know, accidentally kick my mom. But, um, but most of his dreams are fun, social dreams. So I happen to be around oh my gosh. one of those nights, and he's talking, but it's kind of mumblesome while he's talking. You can't really understand what he's saying, but you can hear the inflection, and it's this excitement inflection, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> he is just oh laughing his butt off. Oh, my God. It is the funniest thing, and he wakes up and doesn't remember anything. But he does it all oh. night long. And I was How so entertained. Cool. Yes. 
and I was happy to know that he was happy, you know, on that. Yeah, he's having it, joy it, in his sleep. That yes. Is, Yes. See, I want to. I want a dream like that because yeah. for me, it's like I go to sleep and I wake up in a cold sweat because I've astral projected somewhere and I see something I don't want to see. Really? Oh yeah, like, that's weird. Like social scariness. Oh, like uh, abuse is happening. But I, I, I've resolved this because this was going on. This has been going on for years and years and years. And I could never understand it. Right. So one day I sat down. I sat down and had a conversation with Gus, you know, God, right. universe, spirit, source. Right. And I said, uh, dude, yeah. why are you letting me see this? Why, why am I witnessing events of such human atrocity mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I can do nothing about? If you right. want me to go and kick some sorry asses, I'll do it. Right. But you got to give me an address. Right. You know, if there's a child or a woman or another man who's being physically or sexually abused, I'm see I don't know these people. I don't know anybody. I they're right. just there. And I'm I'm witnessing the act in progress and oh I lock eyes with the victim. Oh and my god. I said this is this is not fair to me. I'm mi- I'm missing a lot of sleep, and then I wake up in the morning, praying and worried about this person did yes. they survive the night. Oh my God! And so after a lot of meditation, the answer came to me that I uh, am basically like their angel. Oh. I'm the person. I'm the person they see wow. when they are being subjected to something that. Terrible. Oh my God! And they look at me, and I give them the strength to endure. Really? Or, or wow. I give them the courage to cross over. Oh. And, wow. And I said, Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, okay. If if I have to witness it. Then I'll witness it. If, if this, if I'm doing some good right. by being there, I will accept this. And the answer came back. Now you will still be there. Your, right. your spirit will still be there, but you do not have to witness it anymore. Oh my God, that's awesome. Oh my God, thank you. All I had to do was ask, and he said, "Yeah, that's it. All you have to do is ask." And that is so true of everything in our world, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's so All really you got to do, dummy, is ask. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my God. Yeah, and get clear on what you want. Right. Yeah. And you haven't had that clarity yet. So, awesome. The, the clarity of what? The clarity that you didn't want to see that. So... Now that you have oh, that right. clarity, up until ask. that point, right? Huh? Up until then, I had no idea what I was right. talking about. Yes, and exactly. now that I know, I know how to ask. I just ask, and boom, 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 boom. You know? Yes. Oh my God! Things and I think change. that's part of that's part of the thing is to wake up when we're in these moments. Um, you know, wake up and um, realize that we can control um, what's happening. It's our yes. Life. Yeah. You know, it's and a lot of people. 
you know, the idea of lucid dreaming is lost to so many people. They think it's one thing, but it's really just the ability to sit there and say, hey, I'm right. dreaming. Right. Hey, this is, and like your dad, this is pretty cool. I like this, and I'm having a party. I'm going to wake up in the morning feeling like I have slept for the, you know, for the ages. And right. And continue being joyful. Or you can say, right. oh, this really sucks. This is taking the life out of me. I'm not sleeping anymore. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I like, I, I'm curious if your dad ever asked to to have joy in his sleep. Um, interesting. Huh. That's a good question, but I think um, the answer on that is kind of yes and no, um, that he asked but in a way that he's not really conscious of asking. Um, yeah. He just places himself in this sort of – this is the way he is in the daytime. So this is where he focuses. This is where he is. Like he loves to go to the grocery store, the the, the errands to – um, different places. He hops in the car and cannot wait to get there because he has these conversations and he's just, he's the guy, he's the social one. At church, he's the lead usher who um, greets people and then after doing that for 30-something years, he's kind of retired from it recently, which was really big and sad and everybody's like, oh my God, and the um, the minister, Kelly Grace, who I just love her, she has purple hair, um, but she um, mm-hmm. she's like, could you still at least um, uh, you know, I forget exactly how she worded it, but he would be at the door just to greet people and say hello. There are so many folks who expect and look forward to a hug from my dad. Aww. Yes. This is his natural state. This is who he is. This is how he breathes. And so to be that in the daytime is like he is in the nighttime as well. It's really quite awesome. I see that. I'm like, wow, this is really real. And I mean, um, you've probably seen some of my Facebook posts where, like, he's been honored for something amazing. And then I just, like, I, I write, I'm like, oh, my God. See, it's not just me. He really is this amazingly lovable, wonderful person. I'm so grateful to have that for a father. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, and you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Ah, oh, you are too sweet to me. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just blowing smoke up your dress. That's all. No, <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, you're. I I am looking forward to the day because I feel that it's coming in this lifetime that we meet when you and I actually physically meet yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be awesome. Uh, that'll be ridiculous. I might I might be your dad's age when it happens, and that's okay. <laughs> It, it's, okay. you know, it, it's all good. It's all as it, it should be. Yeah, yeah, and, absolutely. I um, mean, I we just got to decide, like, you know, this life, this place, this this country, this um, globe um, is a stressful spot. It's, it can be a stressful spot. It can be. It doesn't um, have to be, but it can be. Right, especially if we pay attention to what everybody is thinking and doing. There's so many folks who are not focused on um, being positive and stuff, and so that makes it feel a little bit like, oh, my gosh, can I make it to the store and be safe? 
So I really, um, not to be ignorant or anything, but I really believe um, that part of our safety is in consciously deciding, um, you know, what kind of uh, energy field we want to live in and, and uh, you know, what is, what's the word? It's a key word. Um, you want to be uh. – and create by your being, and there's a word, and I'm missing it right now, um, but, but that's what it means. Um, and so as you are this, you also um, permeate the same, and that's not the P word that I was looking for, but it'll work for now, um, <laughs> the same energy as you, you know. No, it's like, you know, the way that you, it's almost like um, uh, when you drop a, a, a drop of a concentrate, like I love uh, water, um, non-caloried uh, concentrates that change the taste of water. Like my favorite one right. is a, a, a lemonade. It's like an Arnold Palmer. It's like an iced tea lemonade thing. Right. I put a couple drops in there, and it, and it changes everything. So by being a certain, uh, by changing our energy frequency, then we are. Um, reflecting out and radiating out that from which is now our source so that we become like that concentrate as we move around through our social life, through, you know, who we see, who we talk to, and it radiates out. It's contagious. And so, but when you're positive, it's a lovely contagion. Do you feel me? I like, yeah, I, I like that. I, I have to share a story. Okay. I have to share the story because – what you're telling about has happened to me yeah. in such a bizarre way. And I just realized it's not in my current Go With Angels book, but it's going to go, I have to go into a future book that I'll be writing. Okay. Because I realized I have way more than 88 stories to tell. Wow. But, well, it's not 88 stories. It's 88 pages, and that's probably two. Some stories are one page. Some stories are four pages. So I don't Got know. You. I didn't actually sit down and count how many stories were in it. I did it. The angel said, you're done. Publish it. Let's go. Get to the next thing. Come on. We got, right. we got work to do. Um, more than, well, let's see, 2000, the year 2000, so 22 years ago, Curtis and I had moved to Atlanta to start our life together. Okay. And within six months, he had been arrested and was in jail. It was oh, a traffic damn. violation. Um, he didn't have. He had not changed his license tag over to Georgia from Florida. It was a minor thing, except uh, his child support had not caught up with him, and his Uh-oh. driver's license had been suspended. Oh shoot! It was all clerical error, but oh, at the time God. nobody knew that. Oh. You know, and, and I, I love that because all of that had to happen for everything else to fall into place. Right. For me to learn some of the lessons that I had to learn. Right. And he, you know, I, he called me. He was on his way home. This was our habit. Um, he called me and said, I'm on my way home. Start the pizza. It was on a Friday night. And I took the pizza had it waiting when he walked through the door, but he never came through the door. So I called him. I'm like, are you, are you stuck in traffic? Which is not uncommon right. in Atlanta. So 
I called him, couldn't get an answer. I spent the next hour or so trying to reach him, trying to right. understand where is my man. Right. And could not find him. So after an hour, I started calling police stations. Right. Started calling hospitals. I called until 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my God. And then finally, I got a collect phone call from county jail. Fulton oh, County Jail. And wow. as soon as I said yes, I'll accept the call. Did you say uh, Fulton County charges? Jail? Fulton, say, yeah. Yeah, that's famous, right, because of the TV shows. Yes. Fulton <laughs> County, Georgia. Atlanta, downtown, big time bad news. So right. he had to call me three times before he could get through because the call kept dropping. He oh, finally told he got a, a compassionate guy, a sheriff or whatever. Uh, it was police, so deputy. Right. Gave, gave him um, access to his desk phone because he couldn't reach me. He said, get whatever money you've got and come bail me out. I don't know how much it's going to cost, but bring what you've got and come, please come get me. And, right. and Curtis has hypoglycemia. Oh, so no. he needs to eat on a regular basis. Oh, my it God. It was 4 o'clock in the morning. He had not eaten. Oh, my God. And he's not happy, and he's not friendly when he doesn't eat. So right. I I gathered up everything that I had, and I tried to find an ATM. And I'm like, oh, geez, who wants to go to an ATM at 4 o'clock in the morning? Right. But I went, I went and did what I had to do, and I tried to go to one... Um, bail bondsman, and they said, I'm sorry, our system's down. Unless you've got at least $2,000 in cash, we can't help you. I'm like, well, I got a couple hundred. Uh, I figured I'd charge the rest on my credit card. Nope, we can't help you. Oh, my God. Try so-and-so. So I ended up going to three different bail bondsmen, and they somebody directed me to the third one, and they assumed that I'd get in my car and I would drive there. Well, not me. I Drive was like where? A block. It's just across the street. I, it was right. The jail, I saw the jail. It's right there. And I basically just walked <laughs> past the jail across the street to this bail bondsman. And right. It was a little, little old lady. Tiny, about five foot nothing. Uh, probably in her 70s at the time. Yeah. But boy, oh boy, she looked like she could handle her business. Right. And she had to she had to buzz me in. She kept the door locked. And she buzzed me in and she started talking and I said, I've got a credit card, I've got this much cash, I don't know how much the bail is. She said, What was he brought in on? And I told her what I knew. And she called the, the cops, uh called the you know, the jail and asked. He wasn't even in the system yet. Wow. She said she said, Look, I'm bringing over his fiance and two thousand dollars, and you're going to let him go home. Wow! And and that's that's all there is to it. Wow! And I'm like, who talks to a cop that way? You know? <laughs> but she had a relationship with him. Right. So, so we uh, we she and I walked across the street, and she said, "How did? Where's your car?" I said, "It's blah blah blah." She goes, "How did you get here?" I said, "I walked." She said, oh, honey, what street did you walk down? And I showed her the street. There were no lights 
But yet, I when I walked down that street, I felt like it was illuminated, like noon. It didn't seem dark at all to me. Right. And she said, you must have some powerful angels surrounding you. Wow. Nobody walks down this street at night. Nobody. Wow. Not even the bad guys walk down this street at night. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, uh, so then how do I get back to my car? She said, I'll drive you there. <laughs> wow. I'm like, Okay. Amazing. So we went in, we checked him out, got him out of jail before, you know, they finally had to rush him through processing just so we could get him out of jail. Right. And, you know, the charges were dismissed. We got all the clerical errors cleaned up and everything was fine. Right. But I'll never forget that. And that's what I kept thinking when you were telling me uh, about this Delusion, you know, dropping yourself into the solution, and then you project. Yeah. That's the only word I can think of. You project right. something that that you're really not. Well, but you and are so I, really. I guess I pro- I projected confidence and illumination, and boom. Yeah. I walk. I walk where. What's that old song? Where angels fear to tread. Well, the angels yeah. didn't fear. They they were treading right there with me. Yeah. And and so, but I think I just heard you say um, something along the lines of you become something that you're really not. Yeah. Because actually, you really are. That's exactly. What the truth is, you know, you really were that beam of light was shining from within you. But and, I didn't know that. Right. You didn't know. And that's why we have shows like this, because a lot of people don't exactly. know that they're in control of the switch. And we can we can all do it. Yes. There's so much that we can do. And, you know, not to go all religious on you and whatnot and everything and stuff and stuff, but like, ugh. I believe some of the the most popular um, spiritual leaders, like the Buddhas, Jesus, they're trying to tell us, especially Jesus, trying to tell us, show us what it is, the magic that we can create while in human form. Uh, yeah. The healing that we can do. The literal meta physical stuff that we can do. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's so it's so simple that it seems hard. Yeah, because it seems hard if we are focused in the physical. It just doesn't make sense. It just does not make any logical sense. And so, you're crazy, lady. <laughs> I get that a lot. And I'm cool with it now. <laughs> I'm totally cool with it. Totally cool with it. I'm like, that's okay. And and I love being like that. Like, it, it's okay that, you, you know, not everybody needs to have the perspective that I have in order to make it through this lifetime. Exactly. Some people can can do it, and they muddle through on whatever they've got. Yeah, and I exactly. will tell you, I I have I sat down. Um, well, let's see, about six weeks ago, published yeah. my first book. Yay me! I sold over a hundred copies. Oh my god! And I self-published it. It's not it's not on Amazon. It's in three local bookstores. Wow, that's even but by I sat itself down, is amazing. 
I sat down with God and I said, okay, I, I need you to help me. Because, you know, yeah. I've done this because you told me to. I right. printed the book. I didn't wait till I died and hope somebody right. would get these stories out. Right. But I, you know, I was like, now what? Right. And so everything that's happened to me has happened very organically and very beautifully. Right. Um, I haven't really worked hard at this. It's it's not hard to just, you know, and a lot of people say, well, it's hard to promote yourself. And I'm like, not if you believe in yourself. I created a Facebook page for my book, and I tag it every time I talk about something that's remotely related to it. Right. I I put the website down if people want to go buy a book. Just pop, pop, PayPal me at Go With Angels. And that's all they got to do. Uh, right. Most of the people that have bought it so far have been people that either know me or peripherally know know me. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm eager for the day that complete strangers say, "I want to buy your book," and that's going to happen. Right. Um, somebody asked me today why I didn't have it on Amazon. I said, "Let me count the ways." Wait. But, tell me the name uh, of your book again. Go with angels. Go with angels. And it's got lots of stories, just like the one I told about Atlanta. That right. one's not in there. That's going to have to go into another story, another book. Right. But I created, I created a podcast. So I, I manifest on Mondays and on Fridays. I talk about angels. Oh, I like I it. Talk, yeah, and I have guests that if anybody wants to come in, of course it's at eleven o'clock. My witching hour. Um, you know, I have had two guests so far, and the shows have been phenomenal. But after I just said, show me the way. Tell me what to do. I got these little inspirations, create this, do that, set up this, do this. And then all of a sudden, I had um, this thought, I should go around to all these bookstores, all these metaphysical stores, yes. and offer them Offer them my book either on consignment or at wholesale. Yeah, well, one that's a consignment has, idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. One woman does, has taken the. Go ahead. Huh? One woman sorry, has taken ten you. books. That's all right. It, 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 it's what we do. We get excited. <laughs> yes, go ahead. But, but what, what I was going to say is one woman has taken in ten books on consignment, and two other stores have a total of ten books that they bought outright. Wow. They just they paid for them. And then That's the third genius. one Yeah. The third one said, How about we do a book signing? Oh I said, beautiful. Absolutely. And when do you want to do it? That was your first one? The, yep, that's coming up this Saturday. Oh my God. How exciting. You and are motivating is, me. Oh. I'm glad. I had yeah. another woman reach out to me and ask. She's got a big following on Facebook. Yeah. She said, why don't we do a Facebook Live? Wow. I said, sure. What do we talk about? She said, well, we're just going to talk about you. Aww. Because you're you're just so inspri- inspiring and, you know, motivating. I'm like, okay. And right. And we talked about my book. We didn't talk about me very much. But right. It was it was so much fun. Because for an hour we talked about angels in my book, and 
listening to that voice that you think is just your imagination and you realize later that, no, that was an inspiring, inspired, divine voice. Yes. Because I can't think like that. That is beautiful. I'm loving the power, loving the power. And it's all because years ago I didn't know how to manifest, but I was manifesting anyway. Yeah. And now that I know how to consciously manifest, and well, but now tell you know, me, I, I I titled the show. Uh, I told people call the. Uh, I didn't even mention the show number before. Now we've got like five minutes before the show ends. But I said call five one six four one eight five six five one with your questions for Jillian about manifesting consciously, like a cougar. Yeah. But that's that's what I've been doing. I have become a conscious cougar and didn't even realize it. Go with your bad self. Ah. Although I guess if I'm married, I can't be a cougar. Maybe I'm a conscious cougar. Yes, you can. That's my whole point about (laughs) cougarness. The cougarness has nothing to do with dating. It really doesn't. It has nothing to do with dating. I think we should spend the next five minutes talking about that. All right, then. Um, I will, but I want to finish up what I was saying before and encourage people to get some copper or to um, yeah. uh, or to conjure the energy of copper. If you don't have any copper to carry with you or um, hold or something, um, just, you know, see it in your mind and, uh, and then just draw that energy. Realize that it's emitting energy and then draw it into your spirit being, your, your energy body into yourself um, because it has so many great things. So we're talking, I mean, um, copper has a lot of properties. Um, there some are physical, some are health. Um, but we've been talking about emotion and, you know, feeling down in the dumps and wanting to change how you feel so that you can then ultimately be in a more powerful place to create what you really, 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 really want. So I love copper because one of the things it does is it mixes, it has a way of helping to merge the physical and the spiritual. So if you've got spirit guides, if you've got um, meditations, if you've got prayer happening, if you've got whatever, all that stuff that is outside of the concrete physical, um, merging then with what, you know, the concrete that you're doing um, just Mm -hmm. to help that fusion happen better for that manifestation. It just has a a, a way. And then also, you know, if you want to go with angels um, and really be able to hear them more, copper is one of the best um, minerals to assist in that way energetically. It helps us with mediumship and um, 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 clairvoyance, all the clairs. Um, It's awesome like that. So it also has a way of releasing negativity or to assist you in releasing negativity, and it's here for your success. You know what I mean? So it, like, it wants you to shine. It, it wants you to be able to walk down that street and be a beam of light so that even the, the bad guys are like, whoa, where's the light coming from? You know what I mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me hide so it doesn't see you. And then they realize, oh, that wasn't a light. That was a person. That was, dang. Yeah. I could have gotten ten more dollars. She's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> Except my angels wouldn't have allowed that bad guy near me. Yes, exactly. So, but it's going to, you know, this is this, so you want your light to shine in a thousand splendid ways, you know what I mean? And um, so, copper has an awesome way of doing that. So, I just wanted to uh, suggest that to you. And then, also, in alignment with that, the color of copper. So, if you can see the color of copper and use that as um, part of your energy space, 
uh, to help you lift up out of the funk or stress or whatever it is. And, you know, sometimes it may seem like, you know, it's so real, like part of what's happening for me right now is my bestest, 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 bestest ever guy friend of like more than 30 years um, has realized that he's been having heart attacks. And uh, um, he's had at least two of them. And uh, the last one um, caused him to yell out for a roommate who, who yelled out for an ambulance, and so he's good. Um, but he's been so healthy and stuff that he just didn't realize that, that you know, skinny people, athletic people, could get high blood pressure. And high blood pressure affects your kidneys, and kidneys affect your, you know, it's like one thing is the knee bones connected to the, And so here he is, but it's a, an awesome awakening. But it was frightening, you know, to have this person who is such a, um, almost like my parents, like that part of my family, you know, um, be in this spooky moment. So I, that was part of my um, challenge, and I am using these, this color and the stone and some others, too, that we can talk about another time uh, to help me um, be in a better place where I can make new decisions. And I'm feeling so much better, and I just wanted to share that with you guys today. But the cougar. I thing, love it. <laughs> yeah, thanks. And, and the cougar, we're running out of time, too, but the cougar thing. Okay, here we go. Here we go, yo. It has nothing to do with um, who you're boinking and who you're attracted to boinking. It's really nothing about that. Um, being a cougar, and I believe that men can be cougars too. Apparently the male counterpart for the cougar is the rhinoceros, but I just, there's, that is so not a Interesting. Okay. I Somebody once called me a rhino. Okay, that's not funny. That's not cool. I'm not no. going to try to give you um, some of the, you know, rhinos are powerful, and they are, they could be deadly. Like, what were they trying to say that you're a rhino? That I was powerful. Okay. See, now that's different. So each animal does have its thing. But you know, the cougar is just a beautiful and athletic animal. You know what I mean? It's just wow. And the way it thinks while, and the way it looks while it's thinking and planning and whatnot. But a human cougar, um, generally what you all are talking about is the woman who um, is attracted to dating men at least, some people say three years, some people have to say that's to be at least seven years, um, but there are folks, you know, um, dating, you know, 20 years, 25 yeah. years younger than them. And really what I have come to realize is that being a cougar is not about that really. It doesn't, that's not it. Just because you are healthy, um, attractive, um, youthful, and <clears throat> you know you know how to be that way, and it's like the shining that particular light from within. And who's not attracted to that? Who is not attracted to the powerful? Who's not attracted exactly. to you know um, the woman who knows what she wants and how to make things happen? And um, you know that assertive, um, or maybe it's not even about that assertiveness. It's um, just uh, a, a beauty. Like, gosh, what if you weren't rocking it out like that? So, and see, now I'm all, I'm all stuck, like, in wanting to just only talk heterosexual because I believe that, you know, in all of the, you know, whatever your thing is, um, you can be a cougar. <laughs> but um, oh, yeah. younger is going to be attracted to healthy, to positive, to good, to powerful, to exciting, 
to, like, why wouldn't they be? And to me, that's what being a cougar is. And so then um, my whole platform is wisdom. That's important, and that's also attractive. Um, Health and beauty by any means necessary. All of those three things, and that's what I push with um, the stuff that I do. Um, and you can catch this on theconsciouscougar.com, and you can also follow me on Instagram at theconsciouscougar. But yeah, when I pop a topic, it's usually going to be from one of those areas, and it's about uh, lifting yourself from that place. I did a photo. <laughs> and um, I can't remember where I put it. I think it was Instagram. And it was me. I'm sitting there, and I have long braids. And the long braids, um, and that's all I'm wearing is my braids. And it's kind of just a headshot, but it comes down to, like to my waist. So you see the braids over my boobs. Did you see this photo? It was quite provocative, and it made me nervous. Yes, it was. It was so gorgeous that I had to put it up. I'm like, oh, my God, that's beautiful. And, wow, you can't see anything. It's just like a shirt. Why can't I put that up? And I, I argued with myself for a minute. I put it up, and then I deleted it. And I only, it only deleted, and I share with my Facebook. So it's on my Facebook on the Conscious Cougar page because it won't come off. I don't know why. It's stuck there uh-huh. now. <laughs> Exactly. But in it being stuck there, I felt the universe saying to me, why are you having a problem with this? And part of what was going through my head was, well, I'm way over 50. (laughs) I don't think I'm supposed to be doing that anymore. I'm not supposed to be, you know, thinking, you know, sharing beautiful, almost damn near erotic, that is erotic, pictures of myself. And then I wondered, well, when are you supposed to stop doing that? When you're gorgeous, why not do that? That became my question. And that, to me, is what the cougar thing is. And when we go through these moments of insecurity like that, which is what that was, what I was going through, and I just reached a new level of it, and I needed to face it, you know, and I needed to go, oh, oh, this is okay. And, and I have to stop and go, why am I allowing, you know, I don't know, some sort of unwritten societal rule to have any bearing on how I live my life? I had to go look up your page because I had to make sure I was talking about the same photo you were talking about. And, yeah, we are. And, and you're right. There is absolutely nothing, I mean, provocative, yes. Yeah. Alluring, absolutely, especially the second one. But anything wrong with it? No, absolutely yeah. not. It is right. it's raw beauty. Right, exactly, raw. But I, I, I have to tell you, that coffee cup with your to-do list on that page, <laughs> that wake up, drink coffee, poop, be yeah. awesome. What more could you ask for? Exactly, right? <laughs> My sister, I have to run, but I've had an amazing morning with you and everybody. This has been awesome. It's always good to talk with you about whatever comes up. And I want to remind everybody that if you're interested in working with Jillian one-on-one, just go to theconsciouscougar.com. Look her up. She is amazing. You won't regret it. 
Oh, until Thank next you. month, I guess that's it. Yes, and don't and forget you know, to get your book. Go with the angels. Yes. Awesome. Angels, and just find us on Facebook. Find me on PayPal. Me. This was this was a very powerful show, and I also wanted to say real quick: if people don't know where to find copper, it's usually in most metaphysical stores. Anybody who sells gems usually has copper. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget, you can go and buy copper gloves or copper socks oh, if wow. you're wearing compression. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you if you're of a certain age, you may need compression socks or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I actually have on a pair of copper gloves this morning. I slept in them last night. They felt so good this morning. I didn't take them off. So I, right. I like copper too. Yeah. Awesome. Amazing. Yeah. Well, um, damn. I just want to squeeze in that you know. Um, I do this copper treatment at a mountain that's made predominantly of copper on one of my road trips, Stargate Adventures. Ooh, Stargate yeah, Adventures. It's pretty intense, and I have to like share that with you next time, but this, this mountain is blue. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, it's amazing. But anyway, my sister and everyone, have a beautiful day. Yes, and don't forget to go look up theconsciouscougar.com, and you can find out all about all of her adventures. It's all in one spot. Easy to find. Love you all, and uh, I won't probably talk to Jillian before Christmas. So Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever we celebrate. Oh, Festivus for the rest of us. Oh, we are not going to get anything done if we don't say goodbye, so goodbye. (laughs) Thank you for listening today. Remember to come back every Monday at 11 a.m. for another Manifest Lesson. The second and fourth Mondays, I am live, and my guests always have something interesting to share. Be sure to follow Be Unique Radio on Blog Talk Radio or your favorite platform. And check out all our other Manifest Monday shows. If you have questions, want me to guide you on your Manifest journey, or would like a transcript of this show, just reach out to me through BeUnique.org or email me at ManifestMondayShow at gmail.com. Until then, stay present, stay positive, and always remain grateful. I'm your host, Mary Brotherton. Thank you for joining us today.